Hi and welcome to Sweetman Podcast. This is Simon Sweetman and this is episode 14, which means if you've just found your way here, there are 13 previous episodes. Of course, if you've listened to those, they're still there as well. Uh, I want to do a shout out to my friend Nick Jarvie who made this episode possible by at the last minute lending me her recording gear. Um, she's got a, she's, she, she does some podcasting you might want to check out. You can find some of it on national radio and on the wireless and I think on Twitter she's at Nick in a jar and that's N-I-K but she's doing some great storytelling podcasting so check her out. Now this episode is with Emily Wrights. I know that's a pen name, Emily does write, uh, hence the pen name. She's a, a mummy blogger for want of a term. Um, we discussed that in this podcast, the negative connotations of that and, and, and embracing that and owning that. Um, Emily trained as a journalist, so she has a full writing background. Again, we talk about that. Um, and she's got a couple of different blogs now. She started her own one, Dear Mama, and the Herald um, pay her to choose and reproduce some of the content from that. And she's just taken on a, a role as a, a columnist and blogger for the Women's Weekly. So, yeah, we get into this is a big conversation about blogging and writing. And uh, we talk about those pesky comment makers and how they annoy us and moderating comments and what to do, what to do about that and how to go about creating sort of positive energies around blogs and how to, I guess, what it's like to... To, to be people who uh, put their opinions out into the world and get proclaimed experts by someone else and how we have to suffer because of that. I really enjoyed this conversation. I've known Emily for a while, so we get into talking a little bit about uh, you know how we got to know each other and, and obviously our writing pursuits. Um, also, uh, there's a plug late in the piece for Ballet is for Everyone, which is one of the initiatives that she started last year, and and um, that's, that's quite an amazing thing, giving um, kids you know the chance to get out and get exercise and, and, and learn to dance and, and socialize and um, the details for that will be uh, on, on my website and also they're, um, they're mentioned at the end of the podcast so yeah this is a this is a, this was a really fun chat for me so I hope you enjoy listening to it this is episode 14 it is Emily Wrights. So you like trained as a journalist? Yeah I went to Massey Uni um, but I've been like I just grew up in journalism um, and I've always been around it and grew up in newsrooms and I was working as a journalist before I went to Massey yeah. um, so that's part of what got me in um, early because um, I was quite young I think I, I grad- finished the, my postgrad in, in journalism at like 22 I think okay. so yeah and then so went st- I was working it in media and just continued on when you say growing, you grew up around journalism. Yeah, yeah. My dad's a journalist and um, always has been. And so, you know, I spent lots of my life just sitting in the corner and in newsrooms and, and <laughs> stuff like that and writing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, editing coffee. Yeah, yeah, editing yeah. coffee. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, um, too bad they didn't have comments up then. I could have been moderating. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I guess one of the things that interested me with, with you and your kind of. Um, parallel of blogging and then mm. move to blogging is um, you're you're of an age and stage where you'd have been even though you grew up with journalism you'd have kind of been discovering the two at the same time in terms of like yeah, yeah. when I say for me when I almost trained as a journalist there wasn't really blogging yeah then, yeah so I got yeah. into doing writing work mm. and then had to adapt to blogging and then arguably there's a lot of journalists out there that still haven't adapted to blogging yeah, or, or anything yeah. online and are still wary of it so for you the two obviously kind of went together yeah and for a long time I had a blog um 
when I was working as a journalist, which was really interesting. A personal blog. Yeah, a yeah. personal blog. It was mainly on like social justice, feminism, stuff like that. But it was pretty political. And back then, I think that people didn't really know what to do. Mm. Um, with journalist blogging it wasn't like what it is now where it's like every journalist must have a Twitter account or every yeah, yeah, journalist must have yeah that. yeah and they must engage with the public yeah. like back then it was like oh you have a blog and um, I don't know what to do with this and I think in the end my editor kind of said um, something like don't do it in work time but it was kind of this thing of it's a bit odd that you're blogging but I've kind of always had a blog and then when I left journalism um I had to get rid of my blog so I just actually deleted it off the face of the earth and um which is an interesting concept in itself and I thought well that's the end of that it wasn't a widely read blog or anything there was Was it a big effort to delete all traces no no I mean I think I did it through blogger and back then you used to just have the option (laughs) of yeah yeah. delete all content and I can't find anything now like part of me wishes like I I could go back through some of it to see if any of it was worth reusing but nobody was crying over the end of my blog like it was barely read and um I mean well yeah it had a following among people like me and it's how I met a lot of friends yeah. and stuff like that so yeah. I've always thought of blogging as a place to have a rant um, but meet build people and yeah build a community has been mm. a huge part of why I did it mm. and uh, actually so many of my friends are from those days so you've, blogging. You've got, you've got really good at that and um, but I, this is a really dumb way to sort of ask this as a question, but I want to go back to when you said um, being interested in like feminism and social justice and mm-hmm. that that's the sorts of things you were blogging about. Um, there's no easy, no easy way for me to say this beyond how you know how did you get interested in that and that and when did you know you know yeah, obviously that's I part think, of you, but when um, did you know you were interested in the, that? The reason why I think in terms of writing about it because I've been a feminist since like I feel like I was born one but um in terms of actually writing about that stuff to me I wrote because it was like this angry sort of I would read something or hear something and just be furious and have to commit it to paper and I wonder like because journalists are so constrained and wanting to do that they can go to the editor and say well used to be um I've got a story or something like that and you'd tell the editor and be really excited about it and they'd be like nah (laughs) and but with blogging you can just like my feminism and social justice one was just it was things like reading a line in an, in an article or it was, a lot of it was really reactionary and just sort of writing because I had to get something off my chest and I was so angry like anger is a really great um, yeah I was going to say do you way. think out, outrage is, is very um, motivating and palpable and blogging Fuck because... yeah and people hate outrage yeah. and it's such bullshit like being you know there's this whole thing of oh everyone's outraged all the time and blah fucking blah but it gets shit done you know what we were doing back then writing and everything it was they, they were voices where you weren't hearing it much and, and things like that and I 
you know, I wish I could go back and look at back at some of those um, posts. I know some of them were really fucking stupid, and looking back, I would be embarrassed about the things that I got worked up about. But you know, with my kids, I want them to feel angry, and I yeah. want them to look at things and go, "This is bullshit." I want to change it. You know, like I, I think outrage and passion and all of those things they're tied together, and it has this really people really want you to be this like bland as shit like don't get upset about anything sort of thing Mm. and it's this real insult like oh you got outraged over this thing and who cares you know and it's like yeah like that invalidates it that you were angry yeah actually that could be the thing that and care care about everything why can't you care about everything you know like you don't have this limited reserve of things to get upset about or care about or love or you know loving it's tiring though right (laughs) you know you you know to answer your question about why can't yours is a rhetorical but why you can't care about anything is because it's tiring yeah yeah that's true but I think that you know I think that loving something really deeply and passionately isn't that different to hating something really deeply and passionately and yet we you know and sometimes we don't even allow for like these big kind of like not even grand gestures, but even talking about how much you love something, people will jump up and be like, oh, you know, well, I fucking hate it. You know, mm. like, there's just this really weird thing where you're meant to just be chill about everything, and I'm the least chill person there is. I love things or hate things or things really infuriate me, and people are like, why do you care? <laughs> but, you know, to me, I, I like, I'm drawn to people like that as well, and it's why... It's why I blog, because if I had nothing to say, I wouldn't write, you know. Yeah, you've got a, um, the advice I sort of got early on with doing the, the blog that I do is, um, you know, you have to you have to feed that blog, like, so mm. you have to be looking for things, right? Mm. So mm. in my case, when I'm writing about music, I'm always um, not only listening to music, but checking out movies yeah. and documentaries, bios, talking to people, and it's all stuff that's feeding the blog like, yeah otherwise yeah. you run out of things to yeah, to write yeah. about and it's yeah and it's interesting picking up more work and having to write having a um, deadline again yeah yeah because it's funny how blogging is sort of <laughs> yeah. not not you know it's it, you know for a while it was the new journalism then it wasn't mm, it's mm. always been easy for people yeah. to dismiss particularly journalists particularly journalists <sighs> yeah. without a blog or any ability to do yeah. it they love to say they love to paint you as just a blogger. Oh my god! But yeah. it's like now blogging yeah. is journalism again because it has deadlines, it yeah, has readership, it has. But on top of that, do you know like how many times? And I don't want to, like, I'm not having a go at anybody or anything like that. But how many times I get, um, oh blah blah blah, really loves your blog, and they're a real writer. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I don't like if anybody's listening and said that to me. Like, I'm, I'm not. It's not having a go at somebody, but it's this idea that, like, I never get called a writer. I'm a blogger, and it's like, oh, a, a yeah. mummy blogger. Yeah. You know, like, just if you want to take. And the thing Which is, is worse because the implication there is roughly half the population could do it. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know, like. And you know, I will embrace mummy blogger as well because I think that there's lots of like really like there's this undercurrent of like misogyny around like mummy blogger being this really like this term of like you're mm. a mum, you don't do anything, you know, like and Yeah, I was thinking if you I don't know like how to articulate that, but I've always felt that mummy blogger is even more of an insult and yeah. that's why I've tried to embrace it. If you it. embrace it you can make it even more of a um 
a compliment towards the idea that you are fulfilling two roles. Yeah, 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 totally. And, I mean, the thing is, I am a mum who blogs about being a mum. Yeah. And, you know, if you want to... So the description of that. Yeah, (laughs) on a basic basic level. level. But, I mean, I think the thing is, you know, it's why I don't get included on any list of, like, important bloggers or important blogs, Mm. because it's like, oh, she just writes about being a mum or whatever. But, you know... Fuck that, because I write about, like, recently wrote about rape and um, victim blaming. I write about slut shaming, mm. gender conformity in children, letting kids be kids, and, and social justice for kids, and allowing children to actually, like, live safely and, you know, be treated with respect and dignity. So fuck that, it's not, like, as if I'm just... You know, it pisses me off that people act like that's not important. But on the same token, I also think that a mum who takes photos of her kids' lunchbox every day and puts it on Instagram, fuck, that's cool as well. <laughs> like, stop acting like that because cause as if that's not about just her being a mum and reducing what she does to not being important. You know, that's like she wants to share what she's doing to get her kid to eat every day and this is a creative outlet for her. Mm. And that's cool. Like, you know, there's just a really... People are really quick, I think, to reduce um, parenting to this thing that doesn't matter that much even though it's like fucking hugely mm. important like, also like I was I was saying the other day to, to someone um, we were talking about blog comments and you know that people think that one of the most cutting things they can say is to is to go on to say like I get it with my blog writing about music and say you know music reviewers don't matter you're irrelevant and yeah. it's like well if I was yeah. irrelevant you wouldn't be here writing a comment yeah, like the, yeah, best, exactly. the best way to show someone is irrelevant is to pay them no yeah, yeah. attention at all and I'm Absolutely. not I'm not saying that as a comment gathering no, kind no. of you know, I yeah and I hear you and I mean I think that and you must get yeah, a version I, of that you know what what pisses me off what I get is that absolute entitlement that some people have that everything on the internet should be written for them. Mm. That's what irritates me. The comments that I get from, you know, men who don't have kids or people who don't have yeah, kids or grown your... adult children and they're like in their 80s or whatever mm. and have just worked out how to use the internet or something. And it's like they say, oh, um, this is not, you know, this is not interesting. I love that comment. This mm. isn't interesting. I get a fair bit of that. And I'm like, don't fucking read it. Yeah. Like, why do you take that? And my shit is long form. So yeah, you're yeah. investing time to read my blog just so you can tell me it's not interesting or it's worthless or pointless or or it's wrong according to you as somebody who's never parented or probably been around children. It's oh, And just it's wrong even though it's your lived mm. experience that you're describing like the amount of times I get you know you're wrong or whatever and I'm like all I said was I'm not sleeping literally yeah. how can that be wrong <laughs> like but I think that's what it's this entitlement that everybody thinks it, you know this idea that I can't say actually you know what this blog is for people with um young kids people who are thinking about having kids um, people who like kids and want to make the world better for kids or people who like know mums and care mm, about mums and want to support their friends and want to, so, yeah. that, like that is a huge 
part of my community is one of my most emailed requests is my friends having a baby and um, yeah. what can I get them you know so but it, it's like kind the of this sort of is, um, air quote aunties you know yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah 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 absolutely and you know like I think why can't you just say that blogs for that like I don't fucking go and read like a blog by an all black or something I've got zero interest in you kicking a ball around and talking about it yeah. or like and you don't mind that that happens and that that's yeah, there for people yeah, exactly. the best it's, way yeah, yeah, is yeah. to just avoid it yourself because yeah. it's not of interest yeah. to you I would never like dream of commenting on a blog about um you know gaming or something yeah, and yeah. being like oh excuse me this doesn't interest me because I haven't played a video game mm. like what the fuck is wrong with you that you think that the whole internet is made for you and that's what like I that is a really interesting thing about mainstream blogging because I never I practically never got comments on my blog um, that were negative I've had mm, like mm. a dozen because you'd built this community and it was that, uh, uh, people yeah. were going to it knowing what they were going yeah. into. But and now also it's open people to... will go to it and go, "This is a mummy blog," mm. and they might read it or whatever and go, "This is shit" or whatever. But they won't comment. And mm. the thing is, I have, you know, like the blogs had over two million hits since I started it. Like, um, it's not a year old yet, but so it's got plenty of traffic. So this idea that it's like, oh well, you haven't had many people coming, and that's why you don't. Get get negative comments that's mm. bullshit I have yeah. heaps of traffic but I don't get negative comments very often there and I think the reason like it really is maybe 10 or something comments and the reason is I trash them straight away I don't even read them oh, like I'll if I see the first part of I feel sorry for your kids I trash it before I finish reading it like nobody's entitled to tell me that I'm a shit mum or that I shouldn't be writing and those are the two that I get and you shouldn't be writing as the undercurrent of all mm. of it it's mm. that how dare you write about something that doesn't interest me and um so but writing for the Herald is different because I can't moderate the comments there it's I put my faith in somebody else who doesn't know yeah. me yeah, yeah. moderating comments and that's been really interesting to me because I notice the same people so comment on every single column like they hate me everyone but they'll says, keep everyone says you know they say it in their own Facebook posts whatever they, they say don't read the comments um, oh that I hate don't read I wish people would stop saying that but to me the people oh who say gosh. the people who say that have gone and read the comments first to, to rush mm. off and give that sort of but, fake warning, yeah. right? So what's your approach? What has your approach been to receiving well, these comments? first I want to say that saying don't read the comments is not helpful and I wish yeah. people would not do it. That's what I... Any time I ever express... It's like going up to a mum and saying you just yeah. need more rest, right? Yeah, like yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> and I think the thing is as well, it's victim blaming because not, I'm not suggesting I'm a victim, but it goes to this idea that if I'm hurt by somebody calling me a shit mum or saying my kids are, my kids deserve a better mother, which who wouldn't feel hurt by that? Mm. But it's saying if I'm upset by that, it's my own fault because I read it. Like how how does that work? It's mm. the person who chose to insult and abuse this fucking stranger because they didn't like some words on a page. And um, you know, I get don't read the comments all the time. And part of me I wanna say is I'm a writer, like 
and bloggers have the biggest egos like you know I want to read people connecting with my work why like otherwise I'd write in a fucking diary I wouldn't publish it online Mm. I want to create a community I want to talk to other mums I want to hear their feedback you know when I write something and I say I'm really fucking tired I tried this this and this and I get comments from mums going, well, there's also this, and I try that and it works, you know, like, so, the, my blog is in a one-way thing, yeah, yeah. and by saying don't read the comments, you're telling me I'm not allowed to engage mm. with my community, yeah, yeah. and fuck that. And that a, a valid part of what I'm doing is not worth it. Yeah, yeah, you know? and, like, because it's this whole, okay, so I'm not allowed to read the comments, which means I'm not allowed to engage with my audience, I'm not allowed to hear back from them in any way, so I'm just broadcasting, which who wants to just do that, and then on top of all of that, it's like, if I read anything that is really hurtful and horrible, and some of them are so over the top, like, you make me want to vomit, and somebody called me a whore over those, um, not on the Herald, but on Facebook, over the playground photo, and I was like, really? <laughs> but, you know... What was the context beyond... What was their context beyond just... I think just, it was you know, just, like, I was a woman that put something online. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, like, this idea, though, is that that's it's my fault for reading it like yeah. they it's not their fault for being fucking scumbags who insult people because they you know like but it's me because mm. I read the comments and that's what I mean I know I think some people will be like oh that's really overthinking it or whatever but this is why but I can't even complain you drive about yourself, it I was going to say you drive yourself crazy trying to really understand internet logic right like when, yeah, I, when yeah. I wrote about devil skin and said they were shit which they are mm. In my opinion, you know, which yeah, which is yeah, what it was, yeah. and I did not like what they were. Yeah, their music yeah. was about uh, among the loads of comments telling me that I was useless and ugly and fat and stupid mm-hmm. and whatever yeah. else. Um, someone posted my address online, and as it turned yeah. out, it was the address mm-hmm. where I used to live, which made mm-hmm. me feel actually even worse because I then yeah. thought someone else because they were instructing people, you know, take a shit on his doorstep, rah rah rah. Yeah. Um, go do this and I was thinking man some people who just bought a house are now potentially <laughs> being you know yeah, yeah. drawn into the this dumb yeah. bogan battle but when I when I wrote a reply sort of saying this this was pretty sad mm-hmm. um, I got I got replies going well you know if you didn't want that to yeah, happen yeah, you shouldn't have yeah. said the band wasn't good yeah. and it's like exactly if I sit yeah. down and try and work out Mm. how someone arrived at that conclusion I'm kind of a bigger idiot than them right like you've got to just sort of move on and move past that stuff yeah it just seems like that there's no um like it doesn't matter what you write somebody is going to take offense at it yeah pick a hole in it yeah be stupid about it but I mean the thing that fascinates me is there's no way around that because in you know my blog in particular is not controversial. And this is what I've explained mm. to people before. I do, I, every time I post something, it goes through a test of, um, I print it out and imagine my boys reading it as adults because it's really important to me that I'm not putting anything up that's going to be hurtful for them or mm. embarrassing or anything. So just a standard test for when the boys read this, how will they feel, you know. But my other one is um, I, I feel I have a real responsibility to mums who are reading it who are potentially, like, fragile new mums, like, going through that process of, as you understand, of having a child, it, like, rips you open and 
you're really fragile and vulnerable at Mm. that time. And so everything I write, I try and, well, I do, I go through this filter of thinking of myself back then and would I feel that this was really judgmental of me as a mum? And, you know, so I really go through that thing of I have written things before and trashed them, even though I really care about it, but I feel like this is going too close to the whole... um, you know, all the judgments people have in parenting. I don't want somebody to read one of my posts and end up in tears because they feel like I'm having a go at them or Mm. I'm telling them they're not a good mum. So I am definitely one of those bloggers who goes out of their way not to do anything that is controversial at all. Mm. And yet I still get on every single comment on the Herald, uh, every single post on the Herald, a negative comment. So, you know, you can go to any, like you're really open around your opinion. No one would Mm. say, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, it doesn't matter what continuum you're on, Mm. you're going to get abuse. Mm. And I don't know how to get around that. Like, I don't know how you're meant to just not, draw a line one day and say is this actually bad for my family is it Mm. and you know and you try you also have all the people who don't on the herald i often think the people who love my writing don't comment because they don't want to comment on the herald and Mm. i wonder how much because i never comment on your posts because it's on stuff um but you know it's this idea that the people people who like it don't necessarily comment anyway so people don't want to sort of jump through those hopes that those platforms have put in place oh yeah like, yeah you know yeah. stuff used to have open comments yeah, essentially and, they yeah. were moderated but there was no yeah. burden of entry but now yeah. you have to have an account with them or whatever or sign up with them yeah to log in to post and people don't want to do that yeah and so people actually and they, you would have noticed a big drop oh, in yeah, comments yeah, yeah, for sure. from, since then yeah absolutely yeah. yeah no totally and um you know fortunately it's never really been about um never, you know um never really been about comments beyond the mm. idea that i'm really interested in the dialogue and you know the the community which mm. i feel like at one point there was a huge community following that blog on yeah, stuff yeah. i think that community still exists it just happens on facebook now yeah you yeah know, that's I have really a, true i have yeah. a facebook page for it and, and i think that's um that's fair for not just my blog lots of you know lots of writing yeah. now finds its home when someone reposts it because i guess we're all sort of yeah, that's what we're really doing true. with Facebook really is is and Twitter and whatever else, but certainly Facebook as a model is we're we're all kind of like building our own brand mm, on mm. the Facebook page. Uh, some of us without even being aware of that, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and that we're building up this series of yeah. likes and things that we're promoting and things we're interested in, and what we're effectively saying to strangers is like me, you know, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know, like yeah. me, check out the things yeah. that I'm into. And some of us know that we're doing that and push that, and some mm. are doing that without actually even being super aware of that. Yeah, yeah. So that that's where writing sort of comments and dialogue around mm. writing can f- find has found mm. a new home, certainly yeah. for me. Yeah, I find, I mean, Facebook is really interesting because I didn't want to set up a Facebook page. Yeah. And I did pretty early on because um, I can't even really, I think I just did because everybody was telling me to. And I was really nervous about it because I didn't want, I thought I'm going to get nasty comments on Facebook. Mm. Because I'd been in sort of mum groups before, Mm. Mm. which had been 
really huge like 3,000, 4,000 members. I'd actually been an admin for one of them and, and left because I just, it was doing my head and it was so... Abuse? Uh, or like... Yeah, just like... I don't know what it was, but it was just really... Combative Yeah, approaches. and just sad. Yeah. Like, people were mean to each other, and mm. just, like... It, and yet it this really place sort of existed as an idea to... And, the yeah, idea was yeah. for people to go and yeah. seek advice, share advice, Yeah, yeah, uh, and bomb. it would just be that thing where it was only a couple of people, yeah. but it would be a thing of, like... Um, Oh, I think that, oh, I want to get a new, I want to sell my car seat, blah, blah, blah. But then the next comment will be like, why did you have that car seat? It should have been rear-facing for three Mm. years or whatever. I'm a good mum, that's why I didn't, you know, like all just this sort of passive-aggressive bullshit that, Mm. and messages saying, this mum said this about me, can you take down her post and all this? And eventually I just found myself one day, I went, I can't. And I was actually a really terrible admin. I just left the group without even like properly saying goodbye yeah and <laughs> handing it over to the yeah uh, the, there was a group of admin but you know like I that was a while back and a couple of years back and I thought I don't want that same shit on I don't want to be the sole moderator for mm. it but actually the Facebook page has been awesome and great and I've really liked the engagement I've only had like one or two people I've had to ban and they were just kind of people who were drawn to the page to have a go at me um but Facebook's really interesting because I do like it and I worry a lot about losing that community a lot more than I do for, say, Twitter. Um, I mean, Twitter's my favourite social media platform of all of them um, and I would give up probably everything else before I gave up Twitter. But I do wonder about like the changes with Facebook and stuff, how that's going to impact bloggers because it's pretty clear that they want content directly uploaded into mm. Facebook mm. and anybody else trying to share content any other way um, is going to really struggle. But, I mean, yeah, I've been really blessed and I still find it really strange and I can't believe I just said blessed but you know what I mean like I I find it really interesting that I have an audience so, and a really loyal one and a lot of traffic for my writing because I don't really understand it to be yeah, honest yeah. I don't understand well, I, how I I don't know that anyone that does the sorts of things we do fully mm. does because I guess I've been asked a similar mm. thing and I don't, I don't really know why mm. beyond the very simple fact for me that I write about music predominantly and, and I guess culture and arts, but I write about music, so with the music blog, and there are people in the world that like music, and yeah. there are people, maybe less now, but fewer now, but there were there are people that were raised on reading about music, yeah, and yeah. That, that's, part, that's part of their process of understanding music, yeah. is getting someone else's opinion on it, getting a yeah. tip, like being you know, yeah. sent in a direction, uh, if you like this, try this, that kind of stuff. Those recommendations. And because music retail's kind of died, mm. um, the, that's one function that something like a blog can mm. can offer. So on that level, I understand it. But beyond that, I don't really understand why people... I'm mm. really great. I'm the, I'm the same. I'm really grateful. I get some nice... Yeah. In, in, in and around all of the shit, yeah. I get some really nice messages from mm. people, you know, every a few times a year saying that they... They like what I do. They they spend a lot of time on the mm. Facebook page. They enjoy the community. They they want me to keep doing it. So they're getting something from that, and that is pretty amazing. Yeah. But beyond that, I don't really and understand And I think it. The, uh, the concept of like the getting the really sort of negative 
comments and things like that. I mean, with in terms of your blog with music, it's mm. really interesting because, like, I used to subscribe to like Rolling Stone and stuff like that when I was eighteen and stuff like that. But I've always the only magazine I've kept up is Metal Hammer, which I still buy. Yeah. And um, and I find it's got about seventeen words per issue. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. And I mean. But Metal Hammer, it's really interesting because you look at their um, letters to the editor yeah. and they're like the big, um, all of the reviews, the couple of pages at the back. And it's like they will have really like um, harsh as fuck reviews and stuff that you think if they were on line yeah that author though the person who wrote it yeah. would be destroyed yeah. but like i'll read them and have a laugh or something like that because i love a, a, a good bad review i don't have to understand mm. it mm. like i mean i don't i mean i don't have to agree with it is what mm. i mean mm. i just love i think that they're hilarious mm. like um but when i read it in metal hammer or something i'll crack up and maybe read a few of the funnier lines but i'll never register who reviewed it like it's not the person reviewing it mm, but mm. then online it's really different it seems because you're going to somebody's blog like blog on the tracks or mm. um you know you're going to your website to read what has what's not, the not new always thing. though not always though like someone someone said uh, ages ago uh, we were, there was an article about pitchfork turning 10 and it was like um who actually knows anyone who writes for Pitchfork? And yeah. people don't remember the name because I yeah. mean I know that's because it's a bunch of different writers being pulled on there. Mm. But it's interesting that no one really like Pitchfork is still the brand there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a couple of people that have put books out as a result of yeah. working for Pitchfork, and they've done other stuff. And there are, you know, people know some names, but not really. Yeah, that's true. I think online though does foster more of a personality based so. thing than magazines and and like even your byline in a newspaper or something like that like that's been interesting to me going as a journalist to sort of mm. a blogger as bloggers it really is a kind of personality well, driven that's, that's why I feel thing. like um, the the sort of taunt from when it comes from other writers about oh you're just a blogger it's yeah. pretty easy to process that as some sort of sour grapes because they've, <laughs> yeah. they've slogged their guts away for years for a paper or whatever and no yeah. one knows who they are. Yeah, yeah. And it's very easy for them to pick up one or two things you've done and go, well, you're just a troll, you're just, you're just desperate yeah. for hits, you're yeah. desperate for yeah. comments. Um, but, you know, in, in the case, I think, of, of, of both of us and, and plenty of other sort of bloggers or people that do blogging as part of their writing, you know, there's, there's a giant back catalogue Mm, I mean, you mm. deleted some of yours because yeah. you deleted a previous blog, but yeah. you've still got, uh, you know, a back catalogue of, mm. of work that people can yeah, find. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really interesting whenever I talk to, and it's kind of, you know, generic old white men journalists and stuff like that. How hey, 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 we're, we're, not, we're not all bad. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not all mean me? <laughs> but... um like when you you know they'll say to me oh and and so and you're a blogger like you know and I'll be like yeah so I have a website and they're like oh well keep at it and you might be able to be a journalist one day (laughs) or you know like it's that whole um a real writer like I get the failed journalist yeah yeah and I mean I get that like um you know when media outlets have um contacted me and stuff like that and they're like do you think that you could you know do one piece a week or do you think you could you know and I'm like and I've turned down places to write um because I felt like they haven't 
like I won't write for a place where I know I'm not going to be respected um, and I know that that's a privilege around not having to earn money yeah. um, in the way that other people might have to if they were freelance only yeah. but um, you know I the Herald and Women's Weekly you know that paid work I thought a great deal about those platforms because I've been offered by different places and some have done the whole oh exposure and I'm like yeah fuck you like the Huffington Post yeah like (laughs) mamma mia Huffington Post I find that repulsive that the Huffington Post do that yeah no no, no disrespect to them contacting you but they I I mean they do that to everyone don't Mm. they that's their move yeah yeah but on top of that the amount of times I've had um mummy bloggers come yeah. to me who are, who've just been destroyed by the Huffington Post coming to them and saying oh hey can you do a post about this really super fucking controversial topic and mm. then they've gone oh half post cool mm. and they think credibility because you know it's a huge why yeah. wouldn't you think that of course you'd think that yeah. and um but then thousands of awful comments like you're ugly you're fat you're a shit mother your kids are ugly your kids are fat you know like all the worst horrible things and half posts don't give a fuck yeah they're like and they get off these they get off these bloggers like hundreds and thousands of millions of shares yeah and they and they don't pay like i yeah. find it abhorrent the payment is yeah the exposure. credibility the exposure the amount of times and i say to them exposure i'm actually to hate. yes yeah. yeah and the amount of times i say to them oh look actually i'm doing okay with traffic i don't need you but but the thing is going back to mainstream media who've approached me I've been, I'm really grateful to the Herald for giving me a platform and mm. I'm, I'm happy about that but the other other media and things who've approached so how that, me how did that come about? Um, I was contacted by the editor there um, of the life and style section and I just worked with her and she said we'd like to use your blogs um, that are already on the site because Mm. I was like oh the kids it's so busy I don't think I can write original content as well as the blog and they were really happy to take posts from there and pay me for them so I was like this is freaking amazing and I never knew there was this model to do that Mm. Um, and I don't know if I'm just really lucky to have that but I'm really pleased um, and I mean it's just really good I I I don't like the comments but I get so many emails um, from those I I would say every post I get um, you know the lonely posts that I did about being lonely as a mother Mm. I got Oh, about 40, 50 emails in two days from mums around the world saying, thanks so much, because of you I went to um, playgroup or something like that. And I think that makes it worth doing. It, mm. it is a bigger audience because at first I was like, oh, I get, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, so... And, and there the was comments a... might make you want to um, stab your eyeballs for a bit, but they, <laughs> yeah. they can't have been... I at, have it... At the... Yeah. At, because they're still on a site that does have some moderation. Yeah, they, they can't are be moderated. At the extreme level of like. Yeah, they're not stuff level comments. They're NZ me comments, and I mean the thing is they they could probably lean into the robust debate, mm. you know. Mm. But the lovely thing I have, and I'm really appreciative for, it, is my readers will often defend me. Yeah, to yeah, the, yeah. 
people being jerks. It's like and that kinda... means a lot. That When I see that, and I see that a mum who's fucking flat out with kids and, and all the, pulled in all these different directions, out, outside the homework, inside the homework, a fucking partner, and yeah. all those things, to take time out to respond to some dickhead on the internet and be like, actually, yeah. what Emily said is... Blah, like, every time I see those comments, I'm like, oh... But there's like, like a hazing kind of thing, too. Mm. So you're uh, essentially, in this role, you're new to the Herald. Mm. And yeah. there, there are people, and this doesn't excuse their behaviour, behavior, it kind of makes them all the more sad, but there are people putting up those comments saying that they don't care about what you're doing, they don't enjoy it, because they want to see you drop off mm. the Herald's list mm. within a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. they like they can claim a target and go, that yeah. person wasn't strong enough. And it's yeah. like, well, how strong are you? You're sitting yeah. anonymously writing a fucking comment that's yeah. me- that's meaningless. Yeah. What what joy are you getting out of the misery exactly. of Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean And I have thought about And so that happens when I yeah. when I started off the tracks and, and and started posting reviews on that and I thought this is gonna be a place for more sort of review styled things that is gonna appeal to people who actually want to read music reviews because any time yeah. I did a music review as part of my blog on stuff people would go who cares about music reviews we can find the music anyway and I thought yeah. well, that's fucking stupid there are still people who want to read reviews and they want to hear an honest emo- and an emotional response and an honest opinion mm. so I started that and I got loads of comments for the first month or two whenever I shared it on Facebook even um, and on the on the site and if I reposted links as part of my blog I got people going you know, why are you bother, bothering doing this? You're just going to fail at it, kind of thing. Mm. Like they wanted to yeah. see, they wanted yeah. to see me go. Yeah, that yeah. was too hard. I've bitten off more than I can chew. Yeah, yeah. No one wants that. I better stop. Yeah, yeah. Which I, becomes a motivation to keep going. Yeah, and it's really interesting. I think that I'm I'm really lucky in the sense that I have, particularly on Twitter, I have lots of people who, over the years, having developed a friendship. Um, and and you know, the the it's the community vibe of the post uh, of the blog itself that I have lots of people really backing me so when I get a negative comment or something like that I often immediately get this kind of torrent the other way of mm. don't be a jerk and sometimes even I've been like that comment was okay don't don't yeah. worry um, and so I'm quite lucky in that sense but I think it's a lot like you know the there are columnists who their whole um, thing in the Herald and on stuff um, is I'm going to be really nasty and I'm going to say something really awful like about, you know, um, euthanasia or something. I'm going to specifically target the mm. husband whose wife has just died of a really horrible cancer. And then they're like, oh, these comments, why? And, <laughs> you know, and it's like, I think it's an interesting thing when you go to a platform where a lot of the columns are written and designed for a really upset and angry reaction Mm. and I've done like my recent post was um a response to one of those terrible columns that was just no worth to it whatsoever it was just oh hey it's Monday I'm gonna give rape victims a kicking like I haven't actually found that oh uh, don't original column piece of shit but you know like the point wasn't there a response to your response uh, I think there was a response to the original, nothing right. on oh, okay. But, you know, it was similar to when I wrote about Tony Beach without saying it was about Tony Beach. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, I will do responses sometimes and still be really careful about how I respond. But when you're sharing a platform with some people who 
are setting out to get lots of shares or lots of attention or controversy mm. because they want to make a name for themselves and they want to do that by saying the most ignorant, horrible, racist, spiteful, homophobic, whatever, like this is their way of getting attention, rage bait or whatever mm. they call it. Mm. And sharing a platform with that, I wonder if sometimes people expect that of me and I've tried to go the exact opposite. And in fact, if if any editor or anything on some of these mainstream papers wanted to sit down and talk to some bloggers about um, who have platforms, I would say you don't have to go that route. Mm. I get I get really good traffic, engagement, all those bullshit buzzwords that they want. Mm. I do it through being honest and careful and, you know, like, kind. And, I mean, I think that if anybody was to read my blog over, it would be like, it's funny, sometimes snarky, whatever. But it's never cruel. It's never... It has a consistent... Um, yeah tone about it yeah that, it's that, the tone you that, know that is uh yeah. you know uh, an aspect or aspects of your personality yeah right? like it's yeah aspect and i mean the thing is like, yeah and I, there is a consistency exactly there. and i think that the thing is um you know we've known each other for fucking years and years you would mm. say a couple of drinks down me and i can be a real bitch and you know that's i that, don't know that you need the drinks <laughs> but you know the thing is you moderate yourself in a way because I'm not going to do stuff that's going to upset people like I'm not saying that I'm the nicest person or I don't bitch about people or anything like that but I am saying I'm fucking careful about what I put on a platform that reaches you know lots and lots of people some of whom are really vulnerable new mums and I think there's this idea that the only way you're going to get traffic and shares and all that shit that editors love or or not even editors you know the marketers who, mm, mm. you know they this idea that the only way you can do it is by really upsetting people or infuriating people and all that that's not true and but, you know like I mean yes well actually you are going to get all those things from doing that but I would like them to also see that there is a turnaround and some people are specifically saying I don't want that shit mm. I want something that is honest and truthful and you know and I don't I don't so know I not don't, aimed at you know I don't I want to go back to the sort of the deleting comments thing and and this is not me um suggesting you should do this or anything like that but I'm just I'm just sort of curious like I get why you would remove things that are just blatantly mm. hateful pointless yeah, stuff yeah 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 um, but I'm curious about what the line is between um, yeah. something that's negative and something that's critical yeah in a yeah comment. And, Absolutely. and how do you decide yeah and sometimes do you I mean you said if I read that I don't read any further but mm. Do you yeah. sometimes find that in something that starts a bit negative, it's actually a, got a constructive yeah. criticism in it, or is it no? Because I don't. Um, because I think if you've got anything constructive you to say, you that. don't start with <laughs> yeah, insulting yeah, yeah. somebody. Like yeah. I think of it as like if I'm at a bar and someone was like. Oh hey, you're fat, but listen. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, but Fuck you got a you. nice smile. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. It's sort of like <laughs> you know, you sort of just insulted me twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, like I'm like, this is, this is my place that I'm sharing 
my life mm. or whatever, or aspects of my life, whatever, I'm actually not of the belief that that I'm putting my whole life out there because people only assume mm. that. Mm. But, you know, yeah, a fair bit of it. And it is about me and the kids and all that. But you don't get to insult me. Mm. And mm. you don't get to... Um, you're not entitled to my time and I'm not entitled to listen to you. And so for me, I moderate... I would I would call it heavy just because most people don't seem to mm, moderate mm. and they do the idea of comments as lots of engagement and whatever. And I also think it's fine as well if you're okay with it to just be like, well, your opinion, I don't give a shit. But I... And well, sensitive I gonna... and like I yeah. this is my kids out there this is I just feel like publishing them is giving them the platform that I've worked that they hard don't for deserve. that they don't deserve okay. and so I because um... I was going to say my approach which I think we've talked about before mm. you probably know is and, and I'm not at all saying this is right I mean you're making me kind of um, reconsider what what I do obviously I don't moderate the stuff comments I never have even though people think I do do you um, get offered to moderate nah, them? not at no. all no. I, I, have, I have probably when I say once or twice it is really only that many times there's been a couple of times where I've seen a comment and I've gone in and asked them to remove it and I mm. can't quite remember the context now but it's because people have actually insinuated something pretty pretty heavy about what I've done yeah, when it hasn't yeah. been the case and I've gone can you actually just remove that because that amazes me because some I don't, of the comments on yeah, your page I just despair <laughs> even with Facebook and stuff I and, and my I've own site that, that I, you don't, I don't I just leave them because my my approach has always been a bit like the, the old fashioned letter writers of the day mm-hmm. is just just let these people make themselves look fucking yeah, stupid, which yeah. they do. And yeah, and, they and you and, and there is a temptation sometimes to reply back and sometimes yeah. I do, but usually with the ones that I think are just the person's put it there as a sort of troll, as a you know, as a piece of bait, mm. you usually just sort of leave it and let them mm. make themselves yeah. look really yeah. silly. Or they or if they're horribly yeah. wrong. Mm. And I yeah. know, but maybe maybe that, I, and that, I think that, that amount that, of negativity existing yeah. in that atmosphere is actually yeah. toxic, and I and I mean I suppose that. that's my approach was because there was a reason why I never read mummy blogs per se mm. or went to websites like Mamma Mia or the parenting section on stuff or anything like that because I would read something and it would make me feel. Sometimes I would read it and I'd think, um, oh, that made me feel heaps better. I feel mm. a bit more confident, stronger. And then the first comment would just be this vicious sort of, any mother who agrees with this is a fucking, you know, blah, blah. And, um, and just, you read a couple of them and you just start to feel like, I'm alone in this. I'm really like... I, what I'm doing isn't right because all these people are furious about this decision that I mm. also do. Like, and when people are raging about like whether your child uses a dummy or not, like that's not healthy. There's something else going on there where you're feeling like you're not connected, that you don't have a community. Like, I know that sounds like, you know, I just think it contributes in when it comes to parenting and stuff. What I'm trying to do is have people when they I blog when I blog it's to help me process something and then the comments will often make me give me ideas of how to handle yeah, something yeah, better yeah, or sure. um make me feel like I'm like the amount of times I get oh I so do this and I'll think oh thank god because you're throwing something out in the wind and going am I a fucking weirdo like mm. often that's my writing but 
if you have people then going, yeah, you're a fucking weirdo, yeah. you know, and a bu- then you're not just telling me that. You're telling every other mother who read that and agreed with it. And so, I mean, I again, it's only on the blog. It's been in almost a year. Like, it'll pro- the blog will be a year old in, like, March sometime. Um, it's only been a couple, like, maybe 10, so, 20 at the absolute most yeah, comments. Yeah. And they were all things that yeah. were either aggressive towards me like just insulting yeah. towards me yeah. or responses to other comments yeah. where particularly and they were almost the all picking fights kind of all they were almost to... all on the one the blog the first blog I did which was um, about I'm grateful now fuck That's off right. telling yeah, people yeah, yeah, that yeah. Uh, you don't have to tell me to be grateful I'm grateful and a couple of the comments on there were saying sometimes I really regret having children mm. and that's fucking deep and dark and maybe that person just had to write that and maybe after they wrote it they felt better or maybe writing it made them think I need to go to my GP or maybe writing it made them think I need to tell my husband or and some of them I followed up by email saying Mm. hey are you maybe having other feelings or do you want to talk this out and sometimes it's just today in this moment I regretted having kids because I'm fucking exhausted I wanted to have a wine I couldn't I I wanted a five minutes piece and I couldn't have it and you know so and and the comments were things like if you think that way you're a bad mum or your kids should be taken off you or something like that and I'm not going to have that like I'm not going to have that on a mum who maybe this is the first time she's ever uttered that and fuck that you're allowed to say it like a big part of my um, whole I don't know thing with writing about parenting is you can say that it's hard and shit sometimes and really and that doesn't take away yeah, from that how doesn't much mean you're you not love good your at, kids. or that you're not actually yeah, good yeah. at the job you're just yeah. worn down and also exactly. I think I, I sort of think because I articulate some things around um, my child um, not directly mm. around him but I mm. you know as I'm sure other parents do I, I occasionally sort of talk about being fucked off with him yeah, yeah. Uh, frustrated by him mm. just needing a break rah, rah, yeah, rah. Yeah. and 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 I don't say something like I wish he'd never been born rah, 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 mm. or anything like that or regret having him mm. but whatever I say I always sort of think well you know I'm not saying it to his face yeah. and I'm not um, reacting yeah. where I might like hit him or something yeah. out of frustration. Yeah. It's sort of clearing the deck a bit, yeah. you know, like you're and actually getting it out. Like, you're, yeah. you're getting it out of your head by by yeah. verbalising it, which is quite possibly yeah. what that person was doing on your exactly, blog, right? Exactly. Yeah, and I think that there's this and clearly they went. This is a safe place to unload. Yeah, this, yeah, which is, and which is amazing for you. Being a safe place is yeah. the whole point. Like yeah. I have a moderation policy, and that moderation policy is it's my blog. Fuck off. I do what I want. It's my platform. I've worked on it. I'm the one writing it. You have done nothing. You're coming into my house. I've got the table set. Come join me for dinner or whatever. But if you stand up and shit in the middle of the table, I'm going to tell you to fuck off. And that's what what you're doing when you come in and have a go at somebody. Like, just go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. And particularly with parenting, like, um, there are... Everybody's got it. Well, it's one of those things we like. There's so many places. Just find a place that suits you. Google like ex 
philosophy yeah. of blah 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 and you will find it like I only want a blog that is anti um, dummies or I only want a blog that is about cloth nappies and you'll find it yeah, you'll yeah. find that woman who just day in day out blogs about cloth nappies and that can be your home but just fuck off out of my blog because you know like it it comes down to that entitlement thing again and I think it is weird isn't it people yeah. want people want not just the article that they wish they'd written or the mm. article that they that made them feel good or was completely in line with their opinion they don't want to pay for it mm, yeah, uh, yeah. They, they, yeah they they get cross at the thought that someone else might have been paid to provide it for mm. them yeah you know the chips are really stacked against us mm. you know in that sense without wanting to sound like a yeah. big whinge but it's like it is a fucking thankless task but that's it's there's so many misconceptions yeah. as well about bloggers yeah. because it's all the times that people put on your posts and stuff like I can't believe this is your job yeah yeah or, I hope you didn't like, get paid for this yeah or you got paid yeah. for this or um, you're meant to be a journalist yeah, and all yeah, this yeah. and it's like you're a journalist when it suits them but otherwise yeah, yeah, you're yeah, a yeah. fucking blogger well, people and, have this, and have this, this idea that your job like is oh this is all you do I yeah. think you'd be homeless yeah like, and, <laughs> And um, and the, and also the idea people still have quite a antiquated, cobbled together idea of what a journalist even yeah. is or does, you know, and mm. including possibly some journalists, but 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 certainly people outside of that profession, mm. yeah. um, if, if we can still call it a profession, they oh, they Simon. <laughs> they no, but they do. They they have yeah. this they have this old fashioned idea that yeah. the journalist is some paragon of um, yeah. You know, or objectivi- that not ob- objectivity yeah. too, like the idea that they have mm. that a journalist has meticulously spent, you know, yeah. days, weeks, months yeah. crafting, or that a they haven't had piece. an editor change the headline exactly. to make it clickbait, or have you know, like yeah. I mean, the Herald changes the headlines for my um, yeah, yeah, blogs, yeah. and the difference. Yeah. I mean, this one, yeah, I get post, a few changed on mine, yeah, too, the yeah. diff with one of my posts, um, was. All it was, I remember writing it. It was Sunday. I was exhausted. I thought, I need to write something to clear my head. But all I could write was how tired I was. And then I thought, this is a terrible post. And I published it. And it's one of my most popular ones. Because Mm. people read it and just went, oh my god, thank you. I'm exhausted too. And I felt so much better. Lots of, you know, like it was this really lovely, I have really fond feelings of that post. But then it was published in the Herald, and they put the headline, um, is anyone as tired as me? Yeah. And I got ripped And that's just apart. inciting um, And the comments, comments. were stuff yeah, yeah. like, um, of course they are, we're all tired. We're, and I'm like, yeah, I work, in a, I work in a mine, I'm, yeah, a, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm a pathologist with nine jobs, you know. <laughs> and it was all like, I am... Even though I, even though I can't spell pathologist, children. you know, like, I might be one, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, but it was all like, well, I have 18 children, yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. well, I have 20 children, and, you know, like, yeah. and it was... And then it was like these fucking new parents and shit and, you know, like it was just every type of, you know, and like parents these days and, you know, all this stuff and, oh, and bloggers and fuck this and fuck that. I mean, it was just brutal. Yeah. And I was just like, 
Wow, that was a headline. Yeah, because totally. the a lot of it was we all tired. How dare you? But that's exactly what the post was. Yeah, it that's was, right. I'm exhausted. But the headline and, took and, away from that completely. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't give did, the it didn't give the body of the text. And a also that yeah, they didn't even read the rest yeah. of it. And because the whole thing was it was this thing of like at four a.m. when I'm exhausted, I'm feeding and thinking, how am I going to get through tomorrow? I think about all the other parents doing this. That's literally yeah. what the post was. I've, and so on my blog, it was really popular, lo- like yeah. really lovely thing on my Facebook. And then the here, because this headline, it was just like, yeah. in the fury, it was just like, fuck you, <laughs> I'm tired. And I'm like, I know. Oh, <laughs> I mostly so. get to write my own headlines for my blog, but occasionally they'll change them. And I've given up the fight yeah, <laughs> a yeah. lot of the time, but every now and then I have... So even still, I'll go back and say, no, I don't want that headline that, yeah. because it's something similar to what you just described. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you're not giving the piece a yeah. chance. You've yeah. actually taken away. And they'll sort of come back with a, well, can you think of a less prosaic title? And I'm like, no. But no, I can't. It's my, I can't. It's my blog. And yeah. that's, you know, if we're going to suffer all that shit about not being real journalists, yeah, not being yeah. a journalist, just being least. a blogger, then, then why do we have to let someone else write yeah. our fucking headline like a journalist does? Why can't yeah. we come up with our own headline? You yeah, know? and I mean. Because a blog is about brand. Yeah, and the thing is, you you know, I find it fascinating when I will often, because I write under a pseudonym, it will go under the radar, I'll be at something, and yeah. people will be talking about social media, and they'll have those, you know, those people who are paid so much money to give advice on social media and brand and marketing yeah. and all this shit, and um, they'll be talking about all these um, branding social media guru people and they'll say things like well headlines are everything you have to do put number one to seven in a headline you know that's the the, that that will get you lots of clicks or make sure you do a headline with a question mark that will get you Mm. lots of clicks my headlines are like sleep was one of them shared like thousands of times and another one was just you know because your writing transcends the headline because it's about topics. Yeah. It's about themes yeah. and topics. And, and it's like, just sometimes give, give just the writing a chance. Like Exactly. And, I mean, it's this like, whole tricking people, I don't want to trick people into reading shit writing. Like, it's if like I'm not writing rate, well. It's like the star rating at the bottom of a CD review. Yeah, it's yeah. horrible because yeah. then no one, you're not giving the review. I, I get why people do it, especially when mm. they're just 100 word reviews, mm. which is already not giving the writing a chance. But why would you write like 500 words or 1,000 words on an album and then put... Yeah. Cut, you know, haven't you said that you consider it a five-star classic or a piece yeah. of shit and those... Yeah. Why do you need to spell it out to some dummy? Because that dummy is just going to look at the mm. stars and move on yeah. and not read the but work. But I feel... So, yeah, and, and I feel like sort of the thing. whole thing around clickbait and social media shareability, all the stuff that people keep telling me, like, that I have to be a brand and I have to be aspirational and I have to do this and that. And I just feel like screaming, like, I don't have to be anything because I'm a mum who sometimes writes a blog when I have my shit together enough to put words on paper. Uh, and But not, like, na- not now because the Herald has a piece of you. Yeah, well... And you've got another, you know, writing professional... Yeah. Right, so but also I you had can say that, two, but you do have to acknowledge that. Yeah, yeah. You know? But I have these two things because I've done things my way. I yeah, haven't tried to absolutely. do it. You know, they will insist that 
you have to pay for boost to get an organic reach and all this shit. And I'm like, but you don't. Mm. You know, mm. like, you are putting your whole... I mean, so, I get that this is some people's career and they're going to protect that to the death, the idea that, you know, and these bloggers who are paid to, you know, for posts but won't put that their sponsored posts or won't put hashtag mm. ad or, you know, whatever. But I think it, it is the, the tide is kind of turning and there are writers that I don't put myself in the same category as because I think they're, like, incredible writers. But you look at, like, Mallory Ortberg or um, Alex Casey or, Mm. you know, like, people who are just, like, have this really distinct voice, um, you know, are writing about whatever the fuck they want to write about it. And Mm. you read it because you're just like, oh, my God, I would read anything she wrote. Mm. And I suppose that's this thing that maybe these social media guru people or main parts of mainstream media, whatever, are just never going to understand that actually lots of people still... Like, I always get, you know, you have to do lists, nobody reads long form. I only do long form. Let's let's look at a horrific example. Um, Bob Jones still, and I don't know quite why, but still has a readership because... And I'm not. I'm not putting in a you know big big thumbs up for him. But say what you want. The people that read him, apart from the people that read him to get outraged mm-hmm. by what he's written, the people that read him and like him have been reading him for years. Yeah. And a that's a problem. But you could argue that he's transcended, you know, the mere column inches. To it is about his brand and people for whatever reason. Mm-hmm right or wrong, want to follow his viewpoint. But they do that because he's a mirror back to them and nothing else. I mean, it's nothing to do with writing or anything. I don't 100% agree with that because I would say that, you know, and we're talking years ago, I actually used to read, I've never, I couldn't be ideologically more different opposed to Bob Jones, but I actually used to get a kick out of some of his writing. I used to enjoy the humour. I can't do it now. I actually bought the most recent book of columns to give it a go and I couldn't. Yeah. Get more than about, you know, not even a quarter of the way through it. I couldn't do it. Uh, and I, I long ago stopped reading whatever he um, prints in the papers and online. But some of the books, including his letters and columns, I'm talking like 30 years ago, it was all stuff I didn't really agree with, but there was a tone about it. Yeah. That was, but you know, he, but he's, he's actually yeah. sort of old and senile now. You know? Yeah. Like he's, yeah. He's, he's past whatever prime he I had think, as a writer. Yeah. But I think people, people go, he, you know, he can't write. That's not true. Like, yeah, yeah. That, I'm not, not, not going to say that he was I mean, the greatest no, yeah, writer, but yeah. he, he knew how to put together I think a, a provocative piece of writing. I think of that audience is around... Um, I do agree. ...just that it's so hugely controversial yeah. week in, week out. And you know and I do agree with your mirror comment. Whatever you know, he says... Especially now. Whatever... And, you know, I will read stuff just to... Like, I mean, I will see things and go, I can't click it because but it's I'm going hate to. read. You know, I... <laughs> I mean, there are article series at the moment that I have been reading that I feel sick about reading, like, you know, like the Jonah Lomo stuff. God, I think, don't fucking read it. This is terrible, but I just, like... Devil skin and metal hammer. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't with devil skin, no. But, you know, like, you go, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you leave feeling like I... 
read read the latest horrible Jonah Lomi thing and I feel dirty. I feel like, oh, I've contributed yeah. to this poor family like this. They're going through this shit and I read it like gossip, you know. And But you leave feeling like shit. And, yeah, each, yeah. and I guess the thing is you can have... Like, I, I'm i a fucking idealist hippie, you know, like, I'm not a hippie in that sense, I'm more like, you know, bogan hippie, but, but like, that, I'm a bleeding heart liberal, that's I hate the a, that's idea. That's isn't it? <laughs> that's, you can't say gypsy. Like, but, you know, I, I, I'm, I don't want... It would really break my heart if people were reading stuff and feeling shit after reading yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose it's not like... I had this ridiculous belief that mainstream like stuff or something like that are gonna just one day go, Oh this is really bad what we've been doing <laughs> we've gotta stop and it's ridiculous. It's my thing that I'm just one of those people that I'm not saying I'm like a, a particularly kind person or anything like that, but I don't wanna leave my I, I don't wanna leave my kids with like your legacy is kind of it's something you think about so much I guess when you become a parent it's become mm. this really big thing with me like mm. I don't want to leave I, I want to when people have read something I've written or even spent time I, fuck, I don't know I just don't want to always be contributing to yeah. the well, look I, I, I agree with you what you're saying about that sort of desperate idea that one day they're going to wake up and go we should stop publishing this stuff and I think I have just started to question and only just the fact that if I share some stupid story mm. about like Scarlett Johansson being mm. in Wellington and I even I used to often share those things without making any comment yeah 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 uh, most of the time because I think people should be able yeah. to work out whether I'm in support of yeah, something yeah. or not and it's not an endorsement to just post mm. something of course people yeah, should be able yeah. to work that out that's some, a big part of sometimes what you're cultivating on your Facebook page yeah, you know but sometimes I'll get I'll just feel like I do have to spell out just how absurd this is so I'll add mm. my my two cents to it and I'm obviously not in support of the thing but I'm going you know it's a bit like that you're irrelevant or why yeah, did you come here yeah. to write that like yeah. why am I sharing that yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know like if but I it's like I'm not the, helping the problem if I'm yeah. participating in it because it's like that that Huffington Post um, not moderating the comments they, do, they don't yeah. care they do just want the clicks and the shares yeah yeah so and I think we're all just stuff contributing. is definitely that model of if somebody says or um you're ugly or you're fat or your kid or something mm. like that they will publish it because then somebody else can come immediately after and say hey that's out of line and then someone will be like free and that speech creates a, that creates a free some speech of, I won't be censored yeah. and you know and then that's engagement or whatever and, um, and I mean comments on you can't see that I did the air quotes around engagement because <laughs> I don't actually you know yeah. but I it it is this thing like the horrible um column that was published in the Herald around um, blaming rape victims for yeah. their rape. And that was done by the some like car one. Yeah, the yeah. unlocked car one. Like this like horror like this horrible column by a woman who is not a media person or something is, 
you know, one of the... She is that person, like your fucking great aunt on Facebook who you wish you'd never accepted her friend request because she keeps posting things about how all Muslims are ISIS. Mm. You know, that's what that column was. Yeah. It was somebody... It was the great aunt who should be relegated to Facebook in her corner and you mute her, you know. But instead, she was given a platform. Mm. And all these comments agreeing with it, which these people are like potential rapists, you know, and I guess my thing is, it was all over Twitter, I read it and all that, and I was, I didn't link to it in the post, because I thought, mm, they don't mm. care if it's hate reads, yeah, they're like be, they're, they're not sitting there like measuring extra... sentiment and yeah. going, oh well, you know, that did really encourage rapists, but it was our most popular column well, for they've January. They've laid know. those cards out by deciding that the title is more important than the mm. um, body of the piece in a lot of cases, in yeah, terms of well, maximising clicks and shares. Yeah, and, and I mean the thing is, it's like I'm not I'm not attacking anybody specific at any you know like I I get that the higher ups and all that this is the way of the world now but you don't I guess I Mm. don't it's like any person who cares about writing as well and just like how toxic it ends up when you're you know like I would be really fearful as a journalist these days setting up a source to potentially have hundreds and hundreds of comments about them ripping mm. apart their appearance, who they are as a person, every fibre of their being, just mm. like it's hyenas you know, ripping someone to shreds. I'm really worried that someday it's going to be too much for somebody I don't think that it's extreme to think somebody would top themselves after seeing like hundreds and like hundreds of comments ripping them apart mm. and when that person goes for a job the first thing on google will be this article that you know like it really worries me and i don't know what to do about it or other than ranting on twitter i don't think that's particularly helpful but it makes me feel better but um how you know, um, like i guess that's the thing is it ever going to change or is this just how it is now and is if it's just how it is now, does do we ever have a platform anyway? Like, I, I wouldn't ever work for Fairfax or um, Mamma Mia or Huffington Post or Daily Mail or News Limited. Any, like, I wouldn't do that mm. because of their platforms. And so it's like... And I've considered it and I've had offers and I've really... I've turned them down for other reasons mm. that weren't noble. Um, but just now... After a while, I just think, are you going to be part of the problem or not? But also, as a writer, don't you deserve to be able to have your work out there and get paid for it? So what's the line? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 I think there's a bunch of people trying to, mm. trying to work that out. I wanted yeah. to know um, the name, the pen name. Mm. Um, I, you use your kid's name? Yeah. You I, use your husband's name? No, I don't you use... You don't, do you? you I you, don't. You I call him Mr. B. But yeah. the, the thing is, as well, I've been online forever. Yeah. And on Twitter since the beginning. And blogging before that. And I only suddenly got an audience. I yeah. think people don't necessarily get that I literally wrote a post with a three-week-old when I was a fucking mess mm. and put it on only on Twitter. I went, guys, I had a rant. And I thought, 
a couple of my friends will read it, have a laugh, mm, and someone that's might it. retweet it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I wasn't expecting anything other yeah. than to just get it off the page, like onto the page, out of my head. I thought it would be a total one-off. Dead WordPress. I used my old WordPress from my feminist social justice blog, so I didn't even think anything of it. Mm. And um, and then it a million hits in two days or something and then I thought well I'll write something else then see what mm. happens another huge amount of hits and then like as I said like ego and all those things everything's tied into it I liked getting lots of you know comments and things like that I liked just writing because I've always been a writer um and I thought I'm on parental leave so it's safe you know mm. and then it just suddenly got bigger than me Mm. And I and I think that for some people, this is the age of, I don't know, like sometimes this happens. And I've got friends who I've made friends with in the UK and all that who are just bloggers who've had one viral post and are now scrambling, like, what do I do? What's the follow-up? Yeah. yeah, and it's not... Uh, some of them are like, can I make money from this? And I was like that. I was mm. like, oh, can I make money? Mm. <laughs> like, And then it was very quickly, no. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, I was already online and... Um, and under a pseudonym, but like talking to friends, you know, Twitter is friends to me. It's mm. not this massive social media platform. It's just my friends. And um, and when these are people who I talked about when I was getting married, showed pictures with my, of my wedding, talked about how hard it was to get pregnant, had the longest fucking pregnancy in the world on Twitter. It would have been pretty stink to then when my when my kid was born be like Just oh, wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like they're like we've had yeah, these to fucking deal with yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean but and on a friendship Yeah, on a friendship level, not on a weird yeah, yeah, yeah. creepy level. Yeah. But also it's it to me it was it would have been as weird as if I hadn't have announced like my kid's name um to my friends yeah. like I don't differentiate in that way because there's so much crossover I mean you and I met by an email you know like mm. um, there's most of my friends are friends I met online um, or through their work online and um, so I was never like oh first name last name but I was like Eddie was born and you yeah. know and I thought actually you're entitled to that because you've heard me complain about being pregnant for two years or eight million years whatever that pregnancy was yeah. and then you know but the only one I'm quite like um, you know my husband and he is a very private person and thinks all of this stuff is super weird doesn't have an email address um, only just got an email address last year um, and so for him he has always been Mr B though because yeah. I was Boganet and he was Mr Boganet and yeah. that was part of the joke Yeah. Um, but you know like I'd said Eddie's name and it was out there and I thought you know and I, I can see how people think that the, there's potential for, like, hypocrisy that I share photos of the kids. Um, but I, the only person I don't share photos of is um, my husband. And, um, but I don't know, it's... I try really hard to be respectful of the kids' privacy as well, but you're fucking muddling through. I'm not... I wouldn't... People ask me all the time, oh, you haven't written a post about... Um, 
privacy and kids and online and mm. I've actually been approached about it before. But what would I write? I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to do the best that and I can. And what would you write without someone picking some hole yeah, in it about it being also, not... but also you don't have to give... Like, I don't have to give my opinion on everything. Because because sometimes say, what you, I, don't ha- I don't know. What you learn like, too, I think, with this stuff is you don't have to, within your, your area of influence and mm. expertise say parenting for you because that's yeah. what you're blogging about and writing about and say music for me yeah you don't have to have an opinion on yeah. absolutely everything yeah, you know yeah. I got um, I, I I get asked every now and yeah, then you yeah. know what, what what do you write what do you think of such and such yeah. and I just say nothing yeah I, or or nothing you know nothing worth writing about yeah there are or loads of bands that I because yeah. the worst thing to write about, right, is, uh, in music is something you quite like and don't hate. I mean, how yeah. fucking boring. Yeah. It is great to but write about like something how, you hate. It's yeah. great to write about something yeah. you love, as you said, you know. Mm. But that middle area is fucking boring. And I guess a really, really good writer can sometimes make that boring, grey middle area yeah. interesting. You know, Steve yeah. Broadius is an is a yeah, yeah, amazing example true. of a guy yeah, who... Yeah. Who doesn't just look for highs and lows? He yeah, can, it's cover like that he's really spectrum. good at that inane, like making yeah. that fascinating. But you know, that's quite interesting because how you say about, you know, either love it or hate it. Yeah. This could be behind all of the comments that are you're only negative. Yeah. Because it's like, of course, you're writing about something that you hate heaps and heaps. Yeah. And um, as well as the completely ignoring writing about yeah, stuff yeah. you love. But I remember you once saying to me as well about um, you changing your mind on a yeah. um, and go, go, I get asked that all the and time and rewriting yeah. something, yeah. Uh, not rewriting it, but writing a new piece yeah. about how it's different now. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. going and it, going back to a piece of music and feeling different because your life has change yeah. or your circumstances or, or your tastes or whatever but um, I suppose with parenting it's like some things I feel really strongly about but often I don't know I have two kids I'm three years three and a half years into this parenting thing I'm yeah. doing the best I can but I hate being called an expert I don't think I'm an expert and I yeah. say that in yeah, every yeah, one yeah. of my posts but um I don't want to write about something and steer people somewhere when I don't know if I'm... I do with the privacy thing with the kids. I struggle with it. I I think... I hate the idea that people think mummy bloggers and that don't give a fuck about privacy and just are like, oh, this, this, this. Because I have more boundaries than probably a lot of people. I've thought about it for more hours than I think a lot of people. Mm. But that doesn't mean... I've necessarily got it right because I won't know Mm. and I've started a new thing of you know asking Eddie around can I take your photo and all that but he's three doesn't understand the concept of and put it on the blog and I don't know if I'm doing the right thing but I know that the opportunities we've had and the community we've had and the way it has made me a better mum and had given me more time with my children I know that means something as well Mm. so you don't get to just say Mm. well I don't post photos of my kids online yeah but you also say that you fucking hate them on Twitter all the time and that you hate being a parent and you wish they'd never been born you know that's going to be more damaging Mm. in the long term Mm. than me you know so you can feel all high and mighty that you call your kids you know A or B or kid one or, or different nicknames or whatever but I'm really carefully, respectfully talking about my children and doing what I can. And yeah, I might not be right, mm. but 
maybe don't get high and mighty as well either until you're sure that the, what you're doing is yeah. the absolute. Yeah. That's that's what I guess well, I find thing... criticism interesting because you're so absolutely sure that well, the, that a... the journey or place or path you've taken is so right. Because I, I never feel like that around my parenting. I never fucking know if I'm doing the right thing or not. Mm. I was going to say, we... Okay, like, maybe not everyone can overnight have a music blog for stuff although I'd argue it's not that tricky and and and, and have a parenting blog for the Herald mm. or whatever mm. but you know it's never been easier for people to mm. to to go out and do this stuff themselves and like you know you you know when I started writing about music it was me writing um reviews handwritten on refill mm. for myself yeah and then I typed a couple of them up and sent them to places yeah. to see if I could get work because that was what you sort of did back then and now that person, uh, anyone doesn't have to do that. They can mm. open their own blog exactly. straight yeah. away. Within ten minutes, yeah. they can have posted something. So you know, yeah. I'm all for encouraging, you know, mm. these people that feel like more people should be having a say. Just fucking yeah, do it. Just it's never do been, it. It's never yeah. been easier. And the, I mean, often I get like, what makes I. At the beginning, when the Herald started, I had a, a series of comments that were all basically like, "What makes you an expert?" Or mm. you can't like a really funny yeah. one. I actually crack up at the idea of people reading it and being like, "This woman doesn't have her shit together at all." Yeah. <laughs> and you, she, uh, you, said you know, you're because, not. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing because they don't. They think that that. Yeah, you should be a parenting expert and I don't know, have a degree or I don't know what makes you a parenting expert or something. Mm. Or be, have this... It, it, well, it goes back again to when mainstream media or journalists or, or real writers, um, when people come to me and say, you know, oh, keep at it, you could yeah, be yeah. a journalist or, yeah. um, you know, and I'm to them, often I'm just this simple mummy blogger who stumbled across this... Thing through no effort of my own and only part of that is true yeah. only part of that is the story yeah yeah like I don't I think I got lucky with the post and um that but it's still you're still um I don't know work isn't the right word but I'm in I'm in, in a different league to you in the sense that every day you've got to log a post you know yeah. and you've got well I don't um, have to I'm just an idiot like, I don't <laughs> I, I guess I have to because I've decided that and it's mm. a way to get some money out of a very mm. poorly paid activity yeah. and, and I've created that expectation. But, yeah, mm. I, arguably I don't have to. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it would be interesting in terms of if stuff turned around and said to you, mm. where's, your, where's your post today? Oh, sure. And, you know, but I have... And I'm sure they would. Yeah, know? and yeah. I really have one commitment a week, which is the Women's Weekly one. Mm. Um and that has changed the way I write. I was going to say, that must be a different tone again it to is, learn. Yeah, because or it's, to adapt to. it's been hard and going, what would suit that? Yeah. And I... Th- and it's, but and it's I still think, a true reflection of yeah, yourself yeah. and your values and, and what you're about. And, yeah, and I think as well that I had this idea that it would be slightly different or I don't know something, but it isn't. Yeah. I can only write one way. Yeah, like, well, I'm, I, the, I'm the same. Yeah, yeah and yeah. Um, so, but it's it's a little bit shorter. They prefer shorter, and, and I don't know, I think... But I have only just started writing for Women's Weekly, like, in the last month, um, and that's a weekly gig. But... So 
I've got that thing as well of I can't sit down and go from one to whatever I'm going to write. Yeah. Because if I have nothing to say when I sit down, I can't write. Yeah. Like, I'm, I can't be one of those people who just looks for, um, I don't know, I just can't do it. I have to have, writing is easy for me when I, something's popped into my yeah. head and made me. Oh, totally. It's what we started with, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, if I yeah. feel like it's what made you do it in the first place yeah yeah. and so what happened has what's happened has been a few times during the night i've woken up and jumped on my desk and written something or written two or three posts in one go and i'm hoping that i can keep that up um but in terms of the herald since they take from the blog i don't necessarily have to write weekly for the blog and i don't i write when i can sometimes that's twice a week and sometimes that's once a fortnight or maybe three weeks um but I'm trying yeah it, it it is interesting because I do feel because Women's Weekly is paid and new I'm trying mm. to yeah yeah and it's weird because I don't think I own the stuff well I don't own the stuff that I send to them no, which right. is an interesting concept a of new like, thing for you yeah, <laughs> yeah it yeah. is because I have so much control and yeah. and having my photo taken and all that was weird for me and I don't like the personality thing of it like yeah. I don't like it being a me thing yeah this is our yeah. person like I prefer it as we, people reading it going this could be any mum oh, totally. that's what I would like when someone reads well, it well I used to really enjoy well I'm going to say enjoy I didn't mean I, I got off on this in any sense but it, it was it was interesting going to shows and hearing people talk about me and my reviews mm. without knowing who I was when mm. I just wrote reviews but ever since there's been you know mm. big ugly mug stuck on the computer every day yeah yeah people mm. if anything and I'm not suggesting this happens all the mm. time in any huge huge number but people will point me out or whisper oh, yeah. or whatever and when, you know, do you remember when we were at was it the GP or something and someone called you a cunt walking past yeah that's right yeah 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> see that stuff was classic though like I remember being at downstage and having some I don't know how you having, do it I, would I remember being at downstage and having, just... having some woman going I was turned I'd turned up to review something and I had hated it the year before it was in the comedy festival and they'd asked me to go again and I heard this woman in the audience go you know something like I sure as fuck hope Simon Sweetman isn't here he fucking hated it last year and he's just gonna hate it again this year we were having the exact same thought oh, and I was standing next to her but she didn't know so you know this was years and years ago oh my but gosh. now that's kind of been ruined it's but it, it is that also the like see I find it weird when I will get a message or something being like I saw you at the park yeah. Or like, yeah, I was going to say, you must be getting that more I, and more. I am a little bit, and it's weird. Like, I love it when people will come to me and say, Oh, are you Emily? And we talk, and I'm I saw you at the park. You were taking posed photos I know, of your kids like, for blog yeah. <laughs> I was like, with the, <laughs> my laptop out going, Do something interesting. Yeah, um, yeah no. Don't it, embarrass <laughs> mummy. <laughs> like, but it's a, <laughs> it's a weird. Yeah, of course, it's, it's weird. I, well, but people, I, I think people state their little because, claim on you. They have yeah, some ownership. And I of, wish, though, that because otherwise I feel a bit like, oh, fuck, what was I doing? What if yeah. I was just sitting there on the iPad? Yeah. Or, like, or what if, you know, and, like and a drunk. slob. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I was like, <laughs> I hope I didn't smoke crack in front of them. That's like, but yeah, it's, and I mean, I really, because I like meeting people who read the blog and then having big chats because it's clear we're going to have shared interests yeah 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 like and I guess it's 
that vanity mirror thing as well. Like, yeah. maybe you're cool. We can be friends. Well, you I know, always think cause... it's funny when people come up and, and want to talk to me about something like, and not, not just rant, but come up and have a yarn, and they, they uh, can be quite apologetic. And mm. it's like, I, I guess yeah. that's a bit of a Kiwi thing or whatever, but... So I don't apologise, you, yeah. you know. I, but I, I think as well it's that you can separate people out almost into people who are totally open as a not even... It's not even a thing to become friends with somebody because yeah. you read their work or you're online yeah. or whatever. You know, because if you think about, like, what, we met, like, eight years ago or something? Whenever you needed help Yeah, and story. um. Then and that you, was just me. because you wanted to... Yeah, I was You wanted to... You were about to interview Alice Cooper. Yeah, yeah. And you wanted to know how to go about it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. but I mean, that, so was, that was like... I was like, I like ago. Simon's writing. He's kind of, I thought of you as like the authority in terms of I liked your long style interviews and stuff. So I was like, mm. we'll catch up and maybe, you know we'll get along and stuff like that and we did it and became friends and that was kind of it but that's how all of my friendships yeah, and yeah, things yeah. come about maybe because, via twitter or something yeah it's not sort of thing. but i yeah, absolutely yeah. know that there's people who just don't work that way yeah. and um it's not either something they could um yeah it just wouldn't be the way they would do things and for me I'm, I would be quite comfortable like at the park if somebody was like are you Emily or something mm. I would be like yeah and then that's an icebreaker because otherwise I'm just awkward as shit standing by the swings yeah, you yeah. know like I don't really know how to talk to somebody without um, having talked to them online but god I sound inept saying that but you but know oh, I that's, think, the, that's the reality of today for a lot yeah, of people yeah. isn't it and that's, I think, that, but yeah. that's what I hope around like there's this mummy blogger, um, Constance Hall, who's everywhere, um, who had a viral post, and she's this example of, like, one post, and yeah. that's your life now, is yeah. you're a, you know, and um, she is doing this thing of, like, a queen fest of all the people who read her, her who like her Facebook page, which is, yeah. like, a hundred and something thousand, you know, whatever. But I thought, this is the community aspect of it. It's yeah. going... Um, yeah, that like this is how we meet people. We, you know, it's like remember the thing you did at Bats and stuff, yeah, where yeah. all the like yeah, yeah. blog on the tracks. So, like I loved that, and because that was like I'm going to a thing where we're going to talk about music, and you know, it didn't like, last for too long. But and again, there were people lining up to say, "Ha ha, that must have failed." But it was yeah, it was I fun don't think for it. Failed. I it was remember fun the we did, we that, did a few of them, and yeah. and the thing was. Um, Pete, you know, I'm, I reconnected with an old friend. Um, I met someone who had actually been following the blog for mm. a wee while, and we met, and we're still friends now. And then, you know... I remember I, them as just yeah, really nice nights. Yeah, exactly. And, stuff, and you so, came down, and we you know, we yeah. knew each other, but you came down, and you met those mm. people and others. And Yeah. Um, of course, we didn't have kids then, so yeah, it was we quite, could it was quite easy to up. do that. Hey, yeah. um, we, could, we probably could do this again uh, and talk about a whole lot of other stuff, but I'm thinking um, since... You left your one-year-old tied to a tree out there with an <laughs> ice cream yeah. container of water. Do you want to? Um, do you want to yeah. give the? And speaking of community stuff, um, do you want to um, give the ballet a quick plug? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and explain um, a bit about ballet that. is for everyone. Dot co dot nz is the um, ballet. Um, group that Sarah um, who I met on Twitter um, and I started and Ballet is for Everyone is a real Twitter thing it's lo- lots of donors are from Twitter and lots of our volunteers are from Twitter mm-hmm. um, 
So we start back on 14th of February, Sunday. We'll have our um, three classes every Sunday um, and it's completely free um, for kids to just come and learn some ballet in an environment that's safe and no pressure and no grades so and stuff like that. So do they have to register still no, the website? No, no registering, just, just yeah. t- turn up and the times are on the website. So ballet, just choose a time yeah. that works? And, yep, yeah. there's three classes, they are separated into ages but it's not, you can come whenever suits you, that's just a guide. And um, yeah, I would if you're on Facebook, I'd like the page Ballet is for Everyone Wellington because then you'll be able to know if we're cancelling any classes because of a long weekend or anything like that. But other than that, um, just come along and join us. And the only stipulation is you have to be healthy and your kids have to be immunised according to the Ministry of Health schedule. But um, other than that, yeah, it's a cool thing. Eddie and I are there most weekends. So, yeah, Oscar's going to um, yeah. come along and check it out this year. Oh, Eddie will love that. Yeah, Oscar's yeah. his bestie at the moment. So <laughs> kids going through their phases, eh? Where, yeah. Like, he wants to sleep over with Oscar. So I said, you can go over to Simon's. <laughs> <laughs>